and then he ended up he ended up like waiting a couple of seconds and then like giving the double birds and like they didn't blur any of it out it was awesome it was a great television moment i have like I, I am, like, so on the outs on that. Like, I have zero interest in the Peyton and Eli cam version of Monday Night Football. It's, it's I feel basically like it's immensely a popular. It's a pod. It's, it's watching a game with a podcast on. It's essentially what it is. I haven't watched a single – I haven't watched a single regular broadcast for Monday Night Football, and I just saw that they're taking the next couple of weeks off. Who, like – Tariko and like the normal team or Peyton and no Eli? the Mannings are taking the next couple of weeks off I'm, they have to fulfill their many obligations of filming credit card commercials and filming insurance commercials <laughs> and flipping off children <laughs> going to charity golf events going to Ole Miss games and, pretending and, the yeah Go ahead. and uh and peyton is doing his job of like begging every owner to let him buy a fraction of their team is he really trying to do that is he like trying to become like the jordan of the nfl where he just sullies his legacy by buying into like a really <laughs> shit team yeah I, there are, we'd also like to call that the jeter as well yeah the jeter the jordan because, like, if you're the Maras, you're not giving up an ownership stake of the Steelers to Peyton Manning or anything. Ursay isn't even going to give him, like, a share of the Colts. That's his cash cow. Uh, how, how awesome was that? Was that video of Jim Ursay definitely playing with musicians he paid? Oh, it's the James Dolan move where you get, like, a couple of session musicians and then you do, like, some, like, B.B. King-style blues it's a heartache tonight, heartache tonight. I don't know. I'm not even sure that was the song he was, he was doing. Playing, he was playing all along the watchtower. No. Yes. It was no. definitely all along the watchtower. No, not all along the watchtower. That song has some bad lyrics in it. Jim Ursay can't put himself in those kind of waters. There must be some way out of here. He can't do that to himself. joker to the thief. I guess it comes like way later, like first eight of the song, and Jim Ursay definitely isn't playing a song that's longer than three minutes. Um, well, but, unless, but, unless he gets like a whip it break in between, in between the like third and fourth verse. Wasn't this thing like Percocet, and then he had like three sure. scotch and sodas and got behind the wheel of his Mercedes? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely pills. Like he just opened up his briefcase and like there was nothing in there like no papers or anything it's just a bunch of pills business drunk is the same as florida drunk either way it's okay to drive <laughs> yeah that's great the 30 rock line it's like it's business drunk it's okay to drive afterwards which we don't condone here on this podcast i literally just watched that episode like yesterday it's it's a very top of mind Welcome to a Midworst podcast where we're purposely deflecting to another shitty team to not talk about the Bears. My name is Luke. And I'm Sack. Toilet can't join us today because he's too he's too embarrassed by the uh, Matt Nagy performance. This is like a coach's fraternity sort of thing. So Toilet uh, uh, in, in Toilet is on with, disciplinary probation for the uh, job that Matt Nagy did. With Matt Nagy, Toilet has agreed that he's going to watch the tape of last week's game every single night to figure out a game plan. 
You know, like when there's like a really bad incident, like a pledge falls down the stairs and dies. So they have to shut down like all the fraternities on a campus. The fraternity of coaches is going through a similar exercise based on the performance uh, that Matt Nagy put in. on. I, I mean, the entire Northwest suburb, the entire like, like Chicago area and the suburbs are there. All the football programs are shut down for a week and uh, in Memorial it's like a it's like a collective resources thing they're pooling the hive mind in order to bring (laughs) some better results to the bears but we don't necessarily need to start off with that we can begin with a with a moment of joy with a moment of happiness because zach toilet and i saw each other this weekend for the second time since we've started this show we've all been in the same room this time the room was much larger but we were having a good time. We were we were <laughs> we were uh, uh, um, appropriately uh, distance as well. No, we actually probably weren't. We were uh, absolutely not. Absolutely at all. not at all. Uh, yeah, no, we had a we had a great time. We uh, one of our friends got one of our friends got married, so we were all in town for uh, for a big wedding celebration. It was great. It was a great time. We had a, we uh, enjoyed the north side of the city, and then also the lovely sprawling northwest suburbs of uh of oh i guess i won't say it um we we got to enjoy the wonders of rosemont we stayed in a hotel in rosemont figure it out listeners which one is it out of the hundreds of hotels in the the greater rosemont area figure out which one it was it was the one that was hosting the wedding on a saturday night in late september you figure out which one it was get back to us this is definitely toby keith's i love this hotel i love love this this hotel i love this bar hotel i'm definitely not committing tax fraud with this i love this bar I'm putting a boot in my wife. It's the American way. I I take deductions from my business. That sucks anyway. I, I think all of those are gone except for the one in Fort Lauderdale. Of I, course, like Fort Lauderdale is like is like the 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 the, the chicken haven, fingers, the of... haven for for those sorts of places. I think the only Hooters I've ever been to is in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, really? I've never been to a Hooters. You ever I've been to the, Hooters? I've had the wings before, like, uh, I like as takeout. Not not particularly good. The, their their claim to fame is that they have like actually like a good wing. Like it's not like a Buffalo Wild Wings wing that's like like hardly any meat. It's like a meaty chicken wing. But it's also like they were popular when chicken wings were like first hitting the scene. Plus, yeah. like you know you're. Your your chicken wings with a side of misogyny, or with your side of like, uh, of course, like Google like googly eyes or whatever. like like to bring all of the lecherous old men to the yard. We need to make sure that like we dress in, instead of like dressing the local diner waitresses in like I don't know like they used to wear just like scrubs with an apron pretty much. Instead, we're gonna put them in a tube top and short shorts just get the local like lugubrious men and put them in this put them in this establishment try to see if you can make them happy you know what we have uh buffalo wings why not buffalo drumsticks if (laughs) if if the meat if the meat is like the important part you know how about buffalo how about buffalo breasts oh been done before hooters hooters do they really do they serve those no, that would be so unwieldy to try. That was like just a bad like boob joke. 
No, I, I understand where how, you're how going. Many, with how that. many how many how many Kate Upton boobs on that one? Zero point one. Because <laughs> it was in the context of Hooters. It, it was like the joke that everyone makes at Hooters. So almost a zero. Uh, I dedicated a Steely Dan song to you over the weekend and played it at the Rosemont Hooters while we were at the wedding. And we did not uh, go to this Hooters. Oh, thank you very much. Which, which, which Steely Dan song was it? Oh, Asia. It's like a nice like, eight and a half minute song. <laughs> that, that That's absolutely perfect. I'm so glad that you have the Touch Tunes app and that you still have your credit card linked to it for some reason so that when you get drunk, even if we're not in the room, we're making someone else's life a pain in the ass. <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing them at uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings lately. Like it's like, kind of just down the street. Speaking of wings, uh, I'm playing at like ten thirty, ten forty five ish. So they're definitely in the process of closing. And then all of a sudden, eight minute Steely Dan uh, jazz fusion venture starts. And I hope it takes them all the way into close. Wow, you know, I come to Buffalo Wild Wings for the wings, beer, and sports, but I stay for the jazz odysseys <laughs> that I'm being taken on as like they're like wiping down all the tables. <laughs> some, some some dudes just like his like like last night his uh, he's in like his Eagles gear and he's just drinking a sad beer to finish up the night like, and all of a sudden <laughs> asia i am ready to drunk drive right now Woo! <laughs> this is not business drunk you can't get business drunk at a buffalo wild wings i i think that police officers should just like if they're gonna set up a sobriety checkpoint anywhere it should just be like leaving the parking lot of the buffalo wild wings and then oh, just sure. like cycle them back into the buffalo wild wings parking lot you, you gotta like you gotta you could probably do something where like you you could you could cross reference like how often people are like mentioning certain teams in like social media area or like by and social media by like certain areas and then after big games at buffalo wild wings you just have the cops waiting around there uh, just after a loss like listen to the score on the radio and then like position the cops outside the Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like, okay. So the Arizona Cardinals uh, just lost uh, to the Seattle Seahawks 30 to 24. Uh, Hope you drive safe out there, people. Oh my God. Well, if people in Phoenix actually cared about the Cardinals, that, that would definitely be like the situation because you can't get anywhere in Phoenix without like driving 35 miles behind the Dude, wheel. Dude, the of stadium is so fucking far away. Have you been to Phoenix before? I have not been to Phoenix. I've I've been to Phoenix. It's a it's it's a very interesting city. It's like San Antonio. Have you been to San Antonio? I have been to San Antonio. Okay, so you know how San Antonio is like, it's like massive, and then basically they just claim every single. It's like Houston. Like they basically claim every surrounding. Uh, like neighborhood or like municipality as Houston or San Antonio. Yeah, they like so that's why it's massive. absorb suburbs, but it's just like one giant like strip mall. Yeah. I think they like somebody said that if Chicago went all the way as far as like Houston's borders did, that like Lake Zurich would be within Chicago's city limits or something like that. Sick. Like the land area is stupid. It'd be like the only cool thing to ever happen to Lake Zurich. Oh! Burn. Burn. Get out of here. You don't have a Buffalo Wild Wings Lake Zurich. I Darren think. Darren Neville. Darren Neville. 
Let's get a Twitter notification that Darren Ravel is speaking. I don't want to hear about this. Oh, did he go live on Twitter? Is he is he starting a room on Twitter? Yeah, I don't really understand what that is. Can you help me out with that? Are you drinking? Please tell me you're just drinking straight Fernet. <laughs> no, doesn't look um, like that. I do need for to the make viewers it. at home. For the viewers at home, Luke just actually took the bottle of Fernet off his desk and he's putting it underneath that, that, the desk. The, the Fernet that I keep uh, at Maddie's desk because this isn't <laughs> even my desk. This is Maddie's <laughs> desk, and no, it's a uh, red wine. Uh, but I do have to make the next couple days count because I'm going to be doing Sober October this year. Why? Um, that's a really good question. It's something that I internally committed to when I was on like day two and a half of my hangover following the Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> and then like the little minor Sunday fun day that I had after the Grateful Dead concert. So it, it was all just a bit of a a bit of a bender uh it wasn't necessarily a lost weekend because i had a lot of fun doing it uh if you're an avid follower if you're the one avid follower of the podcast you guy living in dublin ireland that's why Shut we've up, been bud. on hiatus for so long slancha um but <laughs> toilets in football season and luke is getting drunk at wrigley field watching john mayer play yeehaw music with the grateful dead um that was a really tough hangover that was the first like i am 30 and i drank too much for too many days type hangover right because you went two nights right and you go to yeah two i, went, I went two nights in a row wow so like you just so you probably had a little hair of the dog the next day but you're just like all right we're gonna get up and do it again uh a little hair of the dog the next day on saturday yeah uh woke up and like really just started going at it yet again nice. i mean the the stadium was in the surrounding area was like totally up for grabs um that's uh that's that's awesome that's one of my favorite episodes of uh workaholics when they like they they wake up like quasi drunk sort of like kind of like coming down from their buzz and then like the whole episode is them trying to get to work but maintaining the right amount of buzz so they don't get a don't get a hangover and it's like oh that's incredibly relatable (laughs) and then i woke up on sunday and on saturday night or on friday night i stayed out like really late but on sunday i was like let's keep it down sluggers let's keep it third and manageable uh i'm going home (laughs) at 11 30 like you know, still drinking way too much, still uh, having a very good time, but uh, definitely calling it. And then Sunday morning, I woke up and I was like, I need a cheeseburger and two beers. Let's go to Revolution. <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. And then I took a four hour nap nice. and woke up. And oh, then... my God. Did you ever get to go to bed on Sunday night? Yeah, I went to bed on on Sunday night. I, I don't know how you do it. Like if I if I take like a thirty minute nap, I'm just say like, I it's guaranteed I won't go to bed until like midnight. Well, I got to bed on Sunday night because I had a couple of other drinks after I woke up from my Sunday Frat. nap. Frat. And then <laughs> just it, like it, seven fernets. It, yeah, it just like devolved, and then like I went to sleep again. And I woke up on Monday, and it was like. I was working from home and I sat down at my desk and I was thinking like, I'm not sure if I can make it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have to like commute. (laughs) I can't be here right now. (laughs) Yeah. You get up and leave. 
I can't be here right now. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Reminds me of a uh, one of our one of our friends Matt story one time. He was very hungover on a Friday morning, and he got all the way to class. I think it was like a 10 a.m. class, and then all of a sudden he like sat down and he looked really bad. And he goes, "You know what? I can't be here." And so he got up and left. It's like, dude, you already <laughs> made it there. Why did you stay for the? Why did you stay for the lecture? Um, Chewy had an um, impromptu sleepover with Maddie and I after oh, the nice, wedding yeah. on Saturday night. Um, Matt the entire time was like he was pretending like he had one foot out the door because he was going back to a bachelor party. Um, but <laughs> the, he like showed up and he came and joined Maddie and I because we got to the reception or like the cocktail hour relatively early. I was having a Modelo. Maddie was having a glass of white wine. Matt shows up like first drink that he gets from the bar is a whiskey on the rocks. Zach's holding up his Dello. It's Dello time. It's Dello season. Marty it's like Dello if, season. if you start with liquor, like this night isn't going to go particularly well for you. Mm-hmm. Like this does not. This is not an indicator of you making it back to Chicago on a public transportation system that you are unfamiliar with. <laughs> Yeah, especially taking the blue light. Blue light at night is a bunch of creeps and weirdos. I mean, there's some weirdos. Granted, you're taking it like basically from O'Hare, so it's probably mostly just like that late travelers. Yeah, but like if you don't know where to get off, you don't know which way to get off, and you're like drunk, drunk, then you're just sending someone out to like really put themselves in a situation that they don't want to find themselves in. So he stayed with us. He had an extra bed. It was great. We're happy to have him. And then he like woke up at six o'clock in the morning and left. He at least say goodbye. He at least uh give you give you a kiss goodbye before he left. Yeah, he gave us both a kiss goodbye. It was very kind of him. That was kind that was kind of him. Um they were also serving Hennessy at the wedding too, which was just an absolutely incredible discovery that I had about like three quarters of the way through. And I after you that, liked it, it. Pardon? I said you liked it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> I wish the bar stayed open longer. Or I wish I discovered it sooner, to be totally honest with you. Because... I can't say I've ever had uh, Hennessy before. Have you ever had cognac before? I don't think so. I really like cognac, but uh, it's like... It's a whiskey-type liquor, but it, instead of grain, it's made out of grapes. So it's got like probably like a more sweet, sweet. Have you ever had grappa before? No, but I've heard of it before. Okay, grappa. Uh, it's grappa. like it's like better grappa because grappa is made with like seeds and stems. It's like the mids of grape based liquors, but cognac is like the the dank nugs of grape based liquors. Uh, it's a favorite of. Uh... I feel like it's a favorite of the NBA players. Uh, Ron Artest very famously used to drink Hennessy at halftime when he was on the Bulls, as a matter mad of man. fact. The madman. Um, you know what? I can feel it. Like in a rhythm sport like basketball, you know, like if you're playing beer pong, you get a couple shots in you. You get in that moment where you're just like unconscious, feeling it. You know what I mean? Um. What uh speaking speaking of talking about grappa reminds me of something that um 
uh, I need to bring to your attention that uh, you're probably going to get shocked by, but I finally started The Sopranos. I'm not shocked at all because and it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it is sick. so good. I don't know how I don't know how I've never I don't know I've had H like an HBO membership or access to HBO streaming for years now. I have no idea how I never got into this. I know this is like last like what's that like I think it's like an onion article like your lamest friend finally gets into the thing that everybody loves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I understand because it took me like a few tries to like do it because you've got to like commit three hours to watching the first three episodes just doing it and then it's like okay we're in we're well, it, wa- each episode is so fucking long too yeah it, an I mean, hour got- on the nose like no, no not like oh it's an hour long show that's like 40 minutes no it's freaking hour long yeah so it, it's a it's a big commitment but once you get into it, it it's a it's a fun time and now you can just say that you're doing it to get ready to watch the many angels of newark which i think is coming out like many 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 saints Saints of newark Newark or whatever it's coming out like two weeks from now it's got it's got it's got jimmy gandolfini's boy in it yeah it's got mikey 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 gandolfini mikey gandolfini (laughs) mikey gand michael gandolfini (laughs) okay so with the Sopranos, you're you're doing the right thing watching it. Uh, a couple you. pieces of advice as you go through your watch through. Number one, first of all, don't take Bill Simmons' advice and fast forward through the therapy scenes. That like yeah, the, the therapy scenes mo- are great. It's like the most shocking take I've ever heard in my life. He's like, when I rewatch the Sopranos, I know watch the therapy scenes with Melfi. I think they're just kind of boring. It's like that's the entire fucking show. That's yeah. That's the whole like that's the context of the show. That's right? like is that's that you're like supposed the... to be able to get like you're getting. Uh, excuse why well, I excuse me. I'm only an episode and a half in, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like I've picked up the fact that that's the, the fucking point. <laughs> that that's the point is that you're supposed to like get like get uh, like beyond the crusty shell of or the the the, the hard shell of a of a crusty mobster. And the second is never listen to an interview with James Gandolfini. Oh, is it going to ruin it? It's not going to ruin it, but he does not sound like Tony Soprano. Okay, done. All right, so, Jimmy so, G. The, uh, real, the real Jimmy G. Rest in peace, but uh, he. Uh, this is going to surprise you, but like the theater kid does not sound like Tony Soprano, like some mook from northern New Jersey. Uh, Even if his last name is Italian hey. and he looks like that, he doesn't oh. sound like that. Well, he is a he is a Big Ten Big Ten alumni. That's true. Wait, isn't he a Rutgers alum? Yeah, well, before they way before they joined the the Big Ten. I mean, if you don't like big guys balding, smoking cigars, then you don't like Big Ten football. Uh, but um, what what uh, any any other any other advice? Like, I feel like I need to. I feel like I, I've heard oh, did a you lot see of the, the spoilers, but I can't remember. Did you see the article know. today that uh, the guy who plays Sill came out and said that he was briefly addicted to Menage a Trois? <laughs> that he couldn't stop having threesomes. <laughs> wow. He was in uh, the E Street Band. Uh, 
something Van- Stevie Van Zant, but uh, yeah, he like had an article come out. To- I feel like it's just to drum up press for the movie that's coming out. That like the guy who plays Sill says like I can't stop having sex with two ladies and maybe sometimes one gentleman and a lady and maybe one time two gentlemen, but <laughs> that was in Miami. <laughs> Oh my god. You're not kidding. No, I'm I'm certainly not kidding. And that came out like today. Oh man, the seventies. So yeah, he's seventy right now and talking about talking about the seventies. Is this oh, never maybe anything, it was when you... quite like it, honestly. It was just a wild, wild time and women were truly, truly liberated for a minute. <laughs> I mean, just he... for a minute, just for a moment in time. He was playing with the boss. So I feel like in, in being in that context, I mean it's like those guys with Guns and Roses. I'm sure they have some like crazy stories that even don't make it into like the the tell-all books. Oh yeah, shit that that's so that's so bad it can't get in there. Like things because like, like the statute of limitations has never surpassed has never yeah, passed on any of it. Has not stuff. expired. Yeah. Like some of the shit that they say is already heinous. So the stuff that gets left out where the like the stuff that gets left on the cutting room floor, I'm sure is like Stephen Van Sant, come on the pod. Talk to us about your addiction. We'll 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 melfy you into your addiction. <laughs> we'll we'll help you get over your addiction to three. We'll, we'll help you delete Thrinder from your phone. <laughs> oh my god! What what a what a fucking wasteland that was. <laughs> Unbelievable that someone was like, "Hey, I've got an idea. How about an entire app where it's like." Hey, me and my girlfriend noticed you from across the bar. Really liked your vibe. The app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully you have a profile. Yeah, friend me on Thrinder. Oh, God. I can't even imagine if you had like to have a profile on it. Um, loser, but loser of our fantasy league this year has to advertise on Thrinder. But you are only an episode and a half in. Yeah, it's good. You saw the ducks. Yeah, you're in for you're in for a real treat. I think like if if you're like feeling good about it an episode and a half in, uh, you're you're in for you get you've got a lot of content ahead of you too. Oh, it's like 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 two hundred hours or something like that, right? Or how many episodes are there? Not not quite. It's it's prestige TV, so I think it's like ninety, but that's still like a pretty substantial amount of of like good old prestige television that you've got ahead of you okay so there's 86 episodes yeah so you've got about 90 hours worth of content hell yeah brother overall just just some just some really good shit i feel like that's how i kind of am with breaking bad was like i wish i've never i've actually never rewatched it but i wish i could like wipe it from my memory and rewatch it again yes i i would agree with that that. yeah no because then like because like me not wanting to go rewatch it again because i feel like if i rewatched it it's like well i've already seen it like i feel like it would be kind of a slog like i know what's going to happen like the cool thing about breaking bad was like the tension that was going on the entire time are you are you are you a show rewatcher no i I don't count i don't count the like 22 minute sitcoms like the the stuff you have up as like wallpaper you know like if yeah junk food 
yeah if you're rewatching like you know shows like office or frazier or um parks and rec 30 or rock like that. 30 yeah 30 as rock i mentioned too. earlier yeah um th- yeah like junk food shows like that doesn't count and i'm really like trying to cut back on that because like honestly like especially some of like the sitcom ones like the office and parks and rec like i i'm i'm done with it for a while like 30 rock i absolutely love and fraser i really love so i can like do that a little bit seinfeld seinfeld like Seinfeld is prestige tv (laughs) seinfeld is prestige tv like actually the only show i've ever rewatched watched the entire thing and then rewatched and this is going to sound uh I don't know, masturbatory, but it's Mad Men. Like, oh, for okay. whatever reason, like I got a lot out of that, like the second time around. Frat industry lingo. Industry lingo. You and you and Don Draper just uh, just uh, sharing war stories with each other. Me and Don Draper are very similar in that we're both incredibly handsome, dark-haired gentlemen. We have many wives and girlfriends. And and we smoke in the office. And we drink during the day. And we're both drunk by 1 p.m. <laughs> sleeping in a couch on the off- in the office. That's, that's what the advertising is industry. We need more just like blackout drunk people there to like really get the creative juices flowing yeah we need more three martini lunches god have you ever had a three martini lunch there was like like an actual like a business one not like a i you know we're on like a bachelor party we're gonna have three martinis for lunch i have had a couple of those although that's not like really my preference like the the older you get the less the i bought danger. a cognac on the on the uh on the rocks <laughs> the three cognacs i mean i love martinis don't get me wrong but i can't drink liquor during the day like that like a one martini lunch i would get back to looking at my email and be like oof not doing this for the rest of the day <laughs> need to go yeah i need to go into the nap pod um I had like a beer at lunch, like a, I guess a couple of times, and it just like wrecks my concentration if I have to like really lock in for the rest of the day. Yeah. I don't feel like it's conducive to like the modern office environment. No, not at all. Yeah, because no, I'll just make like sloppy ass. email yeah. mistakes. Like, like I'm a pretty seasoned drinker. Like I can like be okay if, like after a couple of drinks. But like writing emails and answering emails and like paying attention during meetings, that like that kind of stuff definitely goes out the window if you're like drinking in the middle of the day. Yeah, you're coming back from coming back from lunch and you can like hardly pay hardly uh, stay awake or pay attention in any of your afternoon meetings. And it doesn't take a lot of alcohol to do that. No. Um. If it's like an end of day meeting, like an end of day brainstorm, then like a couple then of hard drugs drinks, come out. Then then the K comes out. We're dissociating <laughs> and coming up with ideas. Um. So where do you want to go from here? How far are we in? Uh, we're about forty two minutes in. So let let's keep going strong. 
Um, what, what, what do you got sack anything? I got, I got a, I, I stumbled upon a tweet today. The, uh, I feel like this, this, this surfaces every year and, uh, they, they do like one of those, uh, and you know, uh, uh, like all like NBA all pro or, or, you know, men's, uh, all name team for lacrosse players. Oh, like for college football too. Yeah, for college foot. Yeah, college football too. But this one is a men's. This is like an all name team for lacrosse players. So, who does this come to us from? Uh, this guy's name is Bernie Belvedere. Uh, And I mean, uh, Bernie Belvedere. That's a that's a little name too. That's a that's a that's a great. uh, I don't know. It's a little too silver, like. It's like a little too posh, even for like lacrosse. I was gonna say, I, mean? I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say more like maybe he plays. Bernie tennis? Belvedere p- plays golf. No, the not clarinet. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> like he sounds like a major contributor to a museum, or like an art yeah. collector. Yeah, like he's an archaeologist, but not a cool Indiana Jones one, like. He's like your actual real archaeologist, not yeah. like it's not or not 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 as cool as uh, Doctor Grant in Jurassic Park too. Like Bernard Belvedere, Bernard oh, has Bernard. made a generous contribution to the Museum of Natural History in New York City. Bernard Belvedere's family like is incredibly wealthy, but they did it based on like something really mundane, like. I don't know. They like created like the like the best process to uh, make like a lampshade or something. Exactly. They yeah. they are the foam insulation kings of the of yes. the southwest. <laughs> foam insulation kings of Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Bernie, Bernie Belvedere. I don't even know who he is, really, but uh, he's uh, editor-in-chief of Arc Diggy. writing a newsletter called Belvyland. Hey, there we go. Belvyland. That's probably this also... Is, he, that's definitely the name of guy. his... Well, his name of his family's estate. Like, they're so rich, they have, a, they have like, a... Fa- like a uh, their land has a name. I mean, if he's a blogger, that's like able to eat in 2021 then he probably does have a rich family propping him up podcast is coming soon catch Uh, up to us burn it's really not that hard bernie yeah if 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 you're a blogger and you don't have a podcast like do you even blog you yeah you'd even blog like do you even have a job so this this is this is great because this list is going to encompass um not only division one but like whatever the other divisions are of... oh, like division three naia yeah, so we're, yeah, yeah we're really plumbing the depths to find some just like realize like how many collegiate athletes there actually are when like yeah you, like, could you also then like put it into context with like almost every school except for like a handful has like some sort of operational football team even if it's again not even d1 or if it's like you know double yeah like d3 or division one um football what is it football championship no football uh fcs football championship series yeah football championship series you're like there's so so many um uh athletes i mean if you take any 
segment of the U.S. population, random selection, N equals 15,000, and just do an all-name team, you're going to like really come up with some absolute bangers no matter what. <laughs> but obviously, like lacrosse is funny because of, one, the connotation, and two, like the image that it conjures in your mind when you imagine this named person playing some wax like we whipping should, some sticks we should like we should take this list and like just put it up against like the all frat list as well and it's actually probably oh the same God. it's the same uh, it's probably the same sample size <laughs> it's actually the same population but um okay we're gonna we're gonna start this is the uh this is the uh men's all name team okay here we go we're gonna start with uh the attackers so from John Hopkins, he's a senior. His name is Shackelford Stanwick. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we we were po- the, first of all impressive because out of everything they pulled from a, a primo lacrosse program. Johns Hopkins. Yeah. This is like pulling like a. This is like putting like the like all football name. And this is like pulling the first guy like this like the you know senior quarterback it- from Alabama or something. Yeah, exactly. So we've got Shackelford Stanwick. Yeah, Johns Shackleford. Hopkins produces two things, brother. Oncologists and lacrosse players. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, we have a freshman from RIT, which I don't know what RIT. Rhode, Rhode Island, Island Tech. Rhode Island Tech. Uh, oh, uh, Rhode Island Institute of Technology, but that's not right. Whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'm thinking um, of RISD, Rhode Island School of Design. Design I don't know yeah, what RIT RISD. is. Uh, we have Quinn Commandant. Quinn Commandant. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a freshman too, so he's a, he's a new guy. Who is running around this country with the last name Commandant? <laughs> Commandant. I, I'm surprised he isn't like playing. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised su- he isn't playing like like defensive back for Navy or something. I'm surprised he isn't playing soccer for Argentina with a last name like common. Ah, Rochester, you know, like, Rochester I mean, Institute of technology, Rochester Institute That's of it. technology, probably another good, probably a good lack school, right? I'm just going to guess you, it's like, in the, it's in the Northeast. Sure. Yeah. Like also, if you probably looked up there, you probably looked up their program history. They're probably like, Oh, we have like seven NCAA titles dating back to like 1912. I mean, One of the most it, storied lacrosse programs. It's like, uh, like you know how like Troy gets a little bit of shine by kind of being near Alabama. I think that's like RIT in Syracuse because I think Syracuse is a big lacrosse school too. Of course, a big journalist school too. If you didn't know, I feel like that is not. Those things are correlated. Damn. Damn, dude. Uh, RIT went 14-0 and last year. Yeah, RIT. Well, they've got the commandant in the backfield, the, the field <laughs> Quinn, general. Quinn we got the commandant. No, he's attacking. He's attacking. Um, oh, he's okay. attacking. Yeah, he's attacking. Okay, so the next one is uh, from St. John's. We have a junior, another Northeastern Whoa. school. St. John's, a junior, Declan Smartwood. Okay, Declan Smartwood. There we go. De- Declan Declan, Smart- Declan's a very popular name nowadays. Yeah, you're a lot of Declans before. Like you only you're only really proud of your name Declan if you like owned an Irish pub. Yeah, it's super duper Irish. Yeah, it's like Owen, but Owen that's spelled E I O N Owen like that one. 
Ian. Ian. Uh, by the way, the name Siobhan has got to be the, the largest departure from a spelling to pronunciation of like any name I think I've ever seen in my life. Siobhan? Yeah. Sibohan? Sibohan. <laughs> Riders of Sibohan. Sibohan. Prepare for glory. Sibohan. Um, okay, so moving on. We, we're going without, Those are our attackers. So now we're moving on to our mids, our middies. Okay. Uh, from Roanoke, uh, another uh, East Coast school. A senior. I'm going to venture out on a limb and say this is a letter, letter name, like a super rich guy type of okay. thing, like a JP Morgan. Sure. Um, Ivy Stucker. Ivy Stucker? <laughs> or Four Stucker. Fourth Stucker? I don't know. Ivy fourth, Stucker. Fourth Stucker or Ivy Stucker? <laughs> Ivy, Ivy Stucker. A, also known as Vaccination. Oh! 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 <laughs> that was really it's like It's like if the Pokemon Ivy Sword, but it had a DUI. It was called <laughs> Ivy Stucker. <laughs> Hey, it's what I call my nurse, right? Oh, whoa, oh, oh. oh, rest in peace, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of you, to remind me, I have to send you an excerpt that I found from that I saw from uh, Norm Macdonald's book, where he just wrote about how sad it was that his his comedian friend Rodney never got the respect he deserved. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, okay, so then we're moving on to another mid uh, from Tufts, Smarty. Uh, senior, his name is Holden Rosengrupp. Holden Rosengrupp. Grupp. One yeah. word or hyphen? It's all all one. Holden Rosengrupp. Rosengrupp. Three words. Holden Rosengrupp. Yes. Rosen not is a real his name. middle name. I, I don't know. Maybe he's related to Josh. I don't know. That's definitely don't trust a man with three middle names. Like a man with two middle names is already really suspect, but a man with three middle names, Holden Rosengrupp, I mean, watch out Joe Biden because Holden Rosengrupp it has like the three name thing written all over him. Grupp also sounds like an old timey disease. Like, oh, that's Holden Rosen. He died from Grupp. The grip. The grip. Yeah, I guess the it's flu. Grip. Yeah. Um, so then we're moving on to our third midi. Uh, right, and then what they say, Mitty. Sure. Uh, we have a freshman from Michigan. His name is Dar Sleeper. Dar Sleeper. <laughs> I hope Dar just has the largest forehead of anyone imaginable. I, yeah, I, I like <laughs> talking about Pokemon. I hope Dar, like the only thing he can say is Dar. <laughs> like strong, mad <laughs> Dar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, okay. Dar Dar has leaned into the name, image, and likeness. Oh, and does he have like a? I guess he must be short for Darian. Darian, or Darian, or Dar. Oh man, do you think we should? We, can we? You think we could get an athlete to sponsor our pod? Can we get Dar no, Sleeper? No, we see. Can we get way, Dar we, Sleeper? We sponsor Dar. Yeah, or what? Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, he's like an like, influencer. That's what I'm saying. Like he's. Should we we follow him on Insta? Should we give him no, a follow? No, okay. we don't have to follow Dar. Dar, come on. He, the pod. he he doesn't need that. He's like asking for it. Like, like Our shirtless pics. Her, her commandant. I mean, at least like I, I don't know about him. 
Well, Dar, Dar would be a good choice because he's a freshman. We got a, okay. we got longevity. Commandant probably changed his name after his grandfather was hung at Nuremberg. And it's like, <laughs> wow. well, I can't keep his last name, but I can keep his title. <laughs> yes, this is my grandfather, Quinn. Uh, okay, so now we're moving on. Uh, got a. Oh, now we're moving on to our defenseman from North Greenville. We have a senior named Sky Dupree. Sky Dupree. Yeah, I mean that's you know you, me, and Dupree. It's 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 a good it's a good one. I don't know if it's my favorite. Sky Dupree, a white guy. Uh, I mean, demographically speaking, I would say. Uh, it's it's highly yes. Li- yes. 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 This okay. is our son, Sky. Sky, Sky how what? Fe- how do you feel about that? It, Sky Dupree. Married to the best looking woman around. Oh, he's married already? No, it says he's NGU lacrosse alum. Maybe this is an old list. Keep going. It's okay. We've okay. got some good ones on here. Um... Now, next, we have Taggart Eimer, freshman from Bryant, also playing defense. <laughs> so, like, I think that we're seeing that, like, you know, the stratification of these guys relative to position, like the fancy boys play attack. I think that's become abundantly clear based yeah, on the it, name distribution. Well, you know, Sky Dupree sounds more like an attacker than a defenseman. I'll, I, I am going to push back a little bit on that. Sky Dupree sounds like a point guard on the Mercury. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I pronounced that guy's name right. Eimer, E Y M E R, Eimer, Eimer. 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 It's me, Tag Eimer. Tag Eimer. Tag is a rich kid nickname. Tag is, tag is, a, tag is a rich kid nickname. I, I kind of li- like the, the nickname Tag. What's it short for? Taggart? Reichstag. <laughs> Taggart. <laughs> is, that's also a rich person name, I suppose. Taggart. Uh, yeah. Taggart, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna Taggart pass. Whipley. I'm, I'm gonna jump to goalie, then we're gonna go back to defenseman because I think that last defenseman's name is probably my favorite. So we're gonna get goalie and um, sure. His name is uh, we get a junior from uh, Assumption. Don't know where that is. Um, I'm assuming it's in the Northeast. Oh, uh, his name is Colby Hamway. That's a delicious sandwich. I love yeah, my Colby Hamway. I, I like my Colby Hamway. I mean, that's kind of like in the same vein as Arlington Ham, right? It's Absolutely. Just, it's just a delicious sounding name. I mean, like, Colby you know. Hamway is like cheese and the meat. <laughs> Colby <It's>, Hambread. <laughs> it it just it just made it just makes me want to go get a cold cut. Like I'm like I just ate dinner, but I'm like huh, I guess I could have a sandwich before I go to bed. It's a mayo. 
Yeah, that's that's like uh, I get home drunk and I'm too broke to order in food, so it's like slap a sandwich together. I'm not even gonna toast the bread. Oh no, <laughs> like no, 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 that's no, that's when you you you're so broke that you have the you don't have bread, and so you just like put that you wrap the cheese like you kind of wrap the cheese in like a little like carpet like blanket, and then you put the uh you put the um meat around, meat around it, it. And eat it. Dude, that's keto. Nowadays, you do that wrap yeah, it around called a pickle. That, we, we call that being broke. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, that was a poverty sandwich. Yeah, back in my day. Yeah, that was that was a poverty appetizer. Like the where you pull it out of the like uh, Hillshire Farm little Tupperware container that it comes in with the bag that's just full of liquid and meat. <laughs> wrap that it's together. Just like, like like you can't you can't ever actually get the plastic to stay shut it just oh, kind no. of like lifts up a little bit at the edge and so you're always just kind of like you just have you just have a you just have a fridge that smells like deli meat but yes. like processed deli meat like not like ah uh, like this is like yeah like mm, like i'm at joe caputo and sons or something like that yeah. you're like no i'm walking into i'm walking into the meat section of my kroger absolutely mm. okay so now we're moving back we have our last guy our, our our final defenseman he's from stevens i don't know what's called stevens point i don't know maybe in a midwestern boy but his uh he's a junior and his name is dallas creamer oh no <laughs> come on i immediately I, I i that's that's just that's that's a porn name like, I mean, he's just destined for that. Like, come on, mom and dad. Come on, mom and dad. You should know better than that. You, you're we're worried to like to Google Dallas Creamer. I'll do it because you're on your work computer. Uh, but oh, it's it's a picture of him. He's a ginger too. Come <laughs> on, man. That is like so rough. His dad, like needs to be put in jail for doing that to his son oh he was a captain of the 2018 team him tommy dawson and brian rogers dallas creamer my goodness that oh, he's is from Far- farmingdale new york uh stevens has got to be some it's got to probably be some small uh private school or private something. school up north up northeast Man, his dad has to know better than that to name his kid. First of all, okay. You live in New York. Why do you name your kid after like a Dude, city? Dude, the school's in, in Hoboken. Or the school's in Hoboken. So like that's like right there, brother. It's private university in Hoboken, New Jersey. Stevens Institute, Stevens College of Technology. Oh. Yeah. Wait, no, there's a couple. Okay, so there's Thaddeus Stevens College. I don't think you probably didn't press Thaddeus Stevens. Um, yeah, Stevens, Stevens Institute of Technology. So if you're going to the, well, like, his, his, that is an unconscionable crime against naming your poor son Dallas Creamer. And he has to grow up around, like, <laughs> New York kids, and then he goes to school in New Jersey. I don't care if he's the captain of the lacrosse team. Mr. Creamer's getting made fun of. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes, Mr. Creamer, your team, 
<laughs> tables ready. I got. Uh, I, 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 I have a table. I, I have a. I have a reservation for Mr. D. Creamer. Is D. <laughs> Creamer? <laughs> just walking at graduation. Dallas Creamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like. All like thirty people who go to the hey. Stevens Institute of Technology are <laughs> snickering. Hey, 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 look, I got, I got, I got a joke for you. Guess right, guess right. You ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready. Dallas Creamer, hardly oh. know her. Oh. 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 oh my gosh! I mean, it's uh, the Stevens Institute of Technology. Must have been a fun school to go to. Is like right across from. Uh, like the Hudson Yards development, like in Hoboken. It's not a bad spot. I mean, get I'm to sure... the city, go across, get to the city. You know, it looks like fun. Yeah, it's a short hop across the bridge. They've got 25 NCAA Division Three varsity sports and several national championships. Uh, 94% retention, sixth in the nation, awarded for College City that gets high marks. So it's fun to go to school in Hoboken. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to go to. It'd be fun to be in college across the river from uh, Manhattan. It's not, in, not cheap. In the top five safest college campuses in New Jersey, mm. there aren't a ton of college campuses in New Jersey. So twelve to one student faculty to ratio. Student faculty ratio. Seventy-seven thousand dollars starting salary. Okay. Top fifteen. Really, that's a, adjust that for New York inflation, sir. Um, and I guess because as an institute of technology, I assume a lot of people who are graduating are all like engineer types. Top fifteen ranked twelfth in the Princeton Review's best schools for internships, twenty twenties. I mean, is Stevens Institute of Technology the best? Oh, there's more in statistics. Oh my God, there's more statistics too. There are so many more. Six highest too. in alumni earnings, ranked by Forbes, based on data from the Center for College Affordability and Productivity and the new U.S. Department of Education's College Scorecard. Hey, I feel like every college in America is exactly sixth in in that ranking. I feel like there's a certain way that every college slices that that shows that they're like tops in that. I also like that they go at sixth because that's such a like a number that's kind of like odd that you're like, eh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna audit that. If they would have said top five, I might have thought harder about that. Even if they said we're top ten, but they said sixth, you're like, oh, okay, that's an odd number to be proud of. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's man. more stat. Oh, okay, never mind. I was hoping no, there's another the- thing of statistics and statistics. no, they they really trick you there. Dallas Creamer. Oh man, I found his LinkedIn. <laughs> it's gonna show that you looked at it. Yeah, I, I won't blow up his spot. Uh, like less than we have already. Okay. Um tuition i love how like it's so hard to find tuition um shit full-time tuition 27 390 per semester that's pretty expensive for yeah, a really that's... small school like that uh and then every credit over 20 is uh, about 1800 bucks a credit part time yeah that's 1820 that's 1826 a credit that's pretty fucking expensive my wife's going to my wife is going to in-state school and it's like 
$300 of credit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a difference between like public and private yeah, schools. Might be more than that might be 400 or $500 of credit. I don't know, still way less than 1826 of credit. Fuck. Oh, I, 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 let's figure, I wonder what the graduate. Actually, that's a little bit less. I'm surprised about that. 17, 16 of credit. Oh, man. I, maybe I'll go back and get my Bachelor's of Science in Marketing Innovation and Analytics from the Stevens Institute. How, how about we go back to school and spend, uh, two hundred thousand dollars getting another undergraduate degree oh, man dude i oh i mean because yeah because you didn't you didn't get a graduate degree right your no, graduate no. degree in fucking experience right i got a graduate degree in the streets in the streets i always feel really bad reading those stories about people who get graduate degrees and they got like two hundred thousand dollars in debt like have no market for a graduate degree that's the thing, dude. If if my job came to me and was like, hey, Luke, if you get your MBA, we'll guarantee you like and like X increase in salary, like guaranteed for the next, you know, whatever, like 10 years on top of like what your like typical salary advancement table would be, then I would be like, OK, I'll consider it. Mm -hmm. But it's like to go to school in Chicago. Do I want to go like a quarter million dollars in the hole, no. and then have to find a new job because I'm a quarter million dollars in the hole and I need to pay for it? <laughs> it's not really like a, a great value for me. It's uh, not a great value for me. Um, damn, dude fucking school is expensive bro schools are expensive bryant look at bryant which Speaking... is a which is a little private school in rhode island we're talking about 25 25,000 a semester Speaking of uh, small programs yes. um, doing big things I would like bears. oh, oh. No, um, I know that like we're probably at time right now. I'd just like to give a special shout out to FC Sheriff Tiraspol, um, aka Football Club Sheriff. Uh, they play in Tiraspol, Moldova, and uh, they uh, finished first out of 10 in the uh, Moldovan third division but won the Moldovan Cup, I believe, which allowed them to qualify for the UEFA Champions okay, League. Okay, keep going. They beat Real Madrid. What? <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, yeah. Um, no, how, did, how did I not know this? Um, I'm, wa and, I'm, watching, I'm watching the highlight right now. This is, no, this is, this is a Ted Lasso bit. It was, no, they played at the Santiago Bernabeu, so they didn't even play. Holy shit! That game-winning goal is a fucking rope. Yeah, it was an absolute banger. They're Dude, in he, like he's gonna he's gonna get it. that guy's gonna probably get it. That that goal right there got him at least what a tryout with Barca or something. Something like that. I mean, it hasn't been easy. They 
had to beat Dinamo Zagreb on the road, and that's they the won Russian on a three team, right? go. At, no, it's in uh, Croatia, but that's an absolutely nuts place to play. And they're in a group with Inter Milan, Real Madrid, and Shakhtar Donetsk, who isn't like any slouchy. <laughs> Shakhtar Donetsk. They're like the best team in Ukraine, and like they can like you know pull a result. So like good for them, man. Like for uh, like a Moldovan team, like good for them for punching up and like. Uh, I I thought you were, I thought you're gonna. I thought this was going to be the team where like the president of like some small African nation who's 65 or whatever, like owns the team and also plays midfield. I thought that was going to be that. I thought that was going to be the team you were talking about. It does sound like that, but looking at their roster, it's incredibly international. We've got Colombians on the roster. We've got Malawians, Ghanaians, Brazilians, Trinidadians, Uzbekistanis, Peruvians, Greeks, Macedonians, Serbs, uh, whatever the demonym is for people from the Ivory Coast. Like, this is a melting pot-ass team, so good for them. And the owner is Sheriff. Um not related to policing necessarily the sheriff uh, <laughs> the sheriff uh sheriff is the second largest company based in the unrecognized breakaway state of transnistria in the city of tiraspol so not only are they moldovan but they're part of a unrecognized breakaway oh, state oh 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 so this is this is like the fucking green bay packers it's like owned by some old ass company in like some 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 far flung area you'd never want to find yourself ever. So talk about a conglomerate for this uh, little breakaway like balkanized state within a balkanized state. Sheriff owns a chain of gas stations, supermarkets, <laughs> a TV channel, a publishing house, a construction company, a Mercedes Benz dealership, yeah. an advertising <laughs> agency, a, an alcohol factory, two bread factories, a mobile phone network, and the football club FC Sheriff Tiraspol. I, I honestly think just the, the owning a car dealership is probably the funniest <laughs> aspect of that. It's just like the, they own all that stuff and then they're like, yeah, we own a used car dealership. <laughs> just down the fucking street. Cool. Sheriff Tiraspol, Sheriff Tiraspol, buy our Mercedes Benz. Sheriff Tiraspol. I feel like our I feel like our our, our goal is to get this podcast sponsored by Sheriff Tiraspol. We'll, well, I mean, well, hey, we'll sell out. We'll do it. We'll do a sheriff. They have an advertising agency and a publishing house. We'll sheriff do a sheriff. Purchase the pod. We will do. We will do. Uh, okay, I don't want to give us too much. I was going to say fifteen minutes. We'll do. 12 minutes a week on Sheriff Tiraspol. Can we do that? We, yeah. we, could, do, we could do that. We could sell 12, 12 minutes to them. The uh, separatist government in Moldova has broken away, allowing Sheriff to forge a monopoly there uh, due to cooperation between the government led by separatist uh, leader Igor Smirnov and um, Sheriff. Sounds like we could get ourselves patronage jobs. In this yes. breakaway state, <laughs> the ultimate goal. Yeah, we'll be a pro. We'll be a pro. Uh, well, actually, um, we may have to cut this out when I say it, but we'll be a pro breakaway Moldovan state podcast. Have uh, they done any mass genocides or anything bad? Transnistria. Transnistria. Have they done anything bad lately? Um, I feel like we the need Wikipedia to get... page is pretty long. 
I we need it. We need to get our stats department on this one. Are we? Are um, we allowed? To, are we allowed to support them? I think. Uh, you know what? We'll have to get back to them. Uh, we'll need to do a little bit more research. But I'll take a S class or something like that from the dealership. Seems like they have money, so I mean, I, I feel like that that's cool. Was it Malus Transnistoria? No, no. What is it? Wait, what's it called? How do you spell it? Transnistoria. T R A N S. Yeah. N I S T R I A. Oh, uh, trans. Transnistria. Transnistria. Trans Transnistria. Okay, got it. Oh man, I can't read any of this. Oh wait, no, it's okay. We <laughs> can be traced to the Moldavian Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic. Oh, okay. So it's like the it's like a border zone between where Moldova is and Ukraine. It looks like. Okay. Okay, uh, so Transnistria, Transnistria. I, I guess we got to be pro Russia, pro Soviet. I, I think it's pro USSR. It's not okay, okay. We could, we could, we could do, we could do that. We, I mean, if we do the pro USSR, we're basically taking a stance on a on a defunct entity. I mean, if if we're doing this, we're basically joining part of a monopolistic kleptocracy. So, I mean, in in terms of that, like. We call it patron. We call it patronage. Patr- patronage. Excuse me. <laughs> patronage. Patronage. Jobs. We don't use the K word in this. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to Sheriff Tiraspol for uh, laundering the uh, Transnistrian uh, Monopoly Corporation of Sheriff and beating Real Madrid. And you know what? Like. There's so much dirty money tied up in Real Madrid anyway. It's like six of one, half dozen of the other. You know what I mean? Oh, we'll have to convert to Eastern Orthodox Christianity. Can we do that? I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for Easter in like May. That sounds I, like fun. I'm Catholic, so four percent adhere to Roman Catholicism. Yeah, easy, e- easy enough. Yeah, you could you could, pro- you could probably skirt by. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, well, you'd, you'd be banished to northern Transnistria. Okay. Ah, there's a, a Polish minority there, too. Transnistria sounds like hell of a place, man. Uh, it, it affirms the Transnistria's government has supported the restoration and construction of new Orthodox churches. It affirms that the Republic has freedom of religion. It states that 114 religious beliefs and congregations are officially registered. However, as recently as 2005, registration hurdles were met were met with by some religious groups, notably the Jehovah's Witnesses. Ooh. Okay. In 2007, the U.S.-based Christian Broadcasting Network denounced the persecution of Protestants in Transnistria. Okay, we might have to we might have to disavow Transnistria. You know what? What what country doesn't have problems? Am I... <laughs> Look at how diverse the team is, though. And that's true. I mean, I, they, I, I was. I mean, they must all be. You know, they're, they're all from different areas, and hopefully, they're all you know representing different religions, and not everybody's Eastern Orthodox. No, but it, if they are all Eastern Orthodox, that's fine too. 
there's three there's three Brazilians on the team. So that and there's a guy named Basit Khalid. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna take a guess here and say that there's a uh, a variety of religions there as well. And an think, Uzbekistani guy. I think Eastern. Uh, I think Eastern Orthodox Easter is like a couple weeks after. I think Christmas Later in the is year a week after. Orthodox Easter uses the Julian calendar, and we use oh, the Gregorian boy. calendar. But that's that's a problem. That's that's a that's a deal breaker right there. I don't think I can switch over. <laughs> To the Julian County. Who's ready for football Mondays? <laughs> I, do we do high school football Mondays <laughs> in the year seventeen forty five? We actually haven't even hit the the we haven't even hit the uh, the millennium yet. What I would have, yeah, it's damn. this is weird so today the julian calendar is actually september 15th 2021 2021 we're on gregorian right uh yeah yeah because gregorian is september 28th 2021 that's the boys do deductive reasoning in live in real time so it's just 13 days early. <laughs> oh, I missed that deadline. Fuck, I was using the Julian <laughs> calendar again. Yeah, that, that'd be a great way to get out of some IRS penalties. Oh, uh, yeah, I actually observed the Julian calendar. The Russian team showed up to the first Olympics like two weeks late because they were on the Julian calendar. <laughs> Okay, Transnistria. We're on our way at some point. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there. We'll settle. We'll settle. We'll 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 explore the area and then we'll get our patronage jobs. I would prefer to probably be like where would you want to be? I'd probably want to be in like the post office. I think I'm in the advertising agency. Okay, you're in the Well, I guess that puts me in the Department of Finance, so I can skim even more for us if you want. It's not called skimming. It's called redistribution. Yeah, appropriation. Exactly. Well, I guess in Transnistria, we we wouldn't be talking about redistribution. Well, it is technically Carl. It is like I think trying to restore the USSR. So, like we redistribute, but we redistribute a little bit more to ourselves. So it's it's kind of like border towns between Moldova and Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Transnistria too. Okay. Uh, anything else you got this week, Zach? Planning our planning our trip to Eastern Eastern Europe. Uh, we'll uh, American residents allowed in the EU. What's Transnistria? Call your brothers. Bye, toilet.